Hi, and welcome to another episode of Vegan Cookie Reviews. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining. Today, I got to sit down with a longtime friend of mine, Gabriel Enamorado, uh, someone who I've always looked up to and someone who I've always sort of taken inspiration from. He's done so much inspiring things, and I'm sure he's inspired a lot of other people too with the projects that he's done. So it was nice to, to be able to sit down and ask him some questions that I've kind of always had in my mind, but never uh, had the opportunity to ask. So getting his perspective on these things was really nice, especially uh, someone who is such a creative person and, and so good at what he does in so many different things. So I hope you enjoy. Uh, please share with a friend. It's really, really, I'm trying to get this out to more people. So please share with someone, post on your Instagram. Um, I'm still growing the audience. I'm still figuring things out. This is the very beginning. So it's going to be fun to see where this goes and to see who we get on the podcast next. So thank you for listening and let's start the show. The help is out there. You just have to look for it. You don't got to get ready if you stay ready. (laughs) Every person is going to encounter a challenging situation. Uh, Like, ooh, something happened bad. What was it good before that? And what good will you do with it? That's the key. The people that are operating on the highest frequencies, that's how they just make decisions and then it happens because they don't doubt it at all. We're talking about things that we genuinely have some shit to contribute. Yeah, I'll vocalize and say like, hey, today's going to be a good day. Improve your mind, improve everything about yourself and realize that at the end of the day, you're not competing with anybody. You're competing with yourself. Those are the people that are really winning in life because they realize their ability to just be like, yeah, I can do this regardless yeah. of what anybody else says. Like, even what my own mind might try to tell me, I know I can do this. Especially in my lectures, mm-hmm. is to identify ways to guarantee you're going to be <clears throat> miserable. And then that is literally finding ways to guarantee you're happy in reverse. But we are all humans. And bottom line, like, just learn from life. Alrighty, welcome to another episode of this podcast. Thank you for joining me, Gabriel. Uh, introduce yourself to the people. Hello, Remias. My name is Gabriel Enamorado. I am a photographer and designer based in Long Beach, California. Nice. Uh, what has been the path that has led you to where you are right now? Because even just in the past right like year or so when I met you maybe two years I'm not even sure how long but you were in a different spot than you are now you know so so things change a lot Uh, what has been kind of the the overview of how your life has kind of evolved from photography from graphic design from just all the things that you've done to to get to the point that you are here now so it's so interesting that you asked me that because I've been I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I've been able to almost objectively look at my entire life as like a a very attainable almost era Mm -hmm. I'm like wow I can see how you know one thing led me to where I got to and I'm able to really grasp that as like one almost how do I say like a process like a, a complete process in a way yeah and I feel that I've been reaching this point in my life where I for the lack of a better term just have reached like my man my my manhood 
and can look at the youth of my life as another chapter. Mm. So I kind of said the same thing, you know, twice right now, but yeah. Um, the, the one word that I could almost attach to my entire career is the, the word tumultuous. I, I've been using that word a lot. And I, I, I like attach it to the way that my career has like felt. Uh-huh. It's felt very tumultuous. Um, I've been thinking a lot about everything. I mean, from like socioeconomics to like the color of my skin to what things have like affected my career and how, or not so much affected, but how they've each, all those things have like formed my career. Mm. Um, the more that I kind of, you know, embed myself in the city and meet new creatives and, uh, uh, sorry, other creatives that are in similar positions as, as me, you know, have moved away from places and have just been following their career and not really having a clear direction and, but just kind of going with the motion. Mm. Um, I feel I have a very unique story and I, I, I don't want to sound full of myself when I say that, but I feel like I genuinely have a unique story as a designer and as a photographer. Yeah. No, I can agree with you on that. Yeah. yeah I, and uh, I've been coming to terms with it in a way that's like, wow, it's like very humbling and very, it, it feels like a, like a awesome, like an awesome gift, Yeah, you know, from, from the universe to have that, to, to be able to say that. And, um, like, I, I don't, I don't think there's too many designers out there that have had the opportunity to be a creative director of a nonprofit organization and a mm. gallery at 24 years old. And, you know, again, the more I meet creatives, the more I realize, like, okay, yeah, no, it's definitely something special, you know? And, um, yeah, um, I guess if, if you could ask me, like, other questions to kind of, like, mm, delve into well, that. Okay, so, well, where did that start for you? Um, I mean, because cause when I met you, you were you were running the gallery, right? But how did that even, how did that even come about for you? Was that something that you had kind of always wanted to do? Or was that just something that kind of... Yeah, you know, I, I remember very, very kind of loosely as a kid. Mm-hmm. One, not really having any sort of direction or guidance as to, you know, what I should be doing or what I want to be doing. Yeah. All I knew was that design and art were just something I loved to do. It was... A form of escape for me as a as a child, you know. Mm. Um, not even gonna get into the family situation, but yeah, you know, yeah. bad things happened that ultimately led my creative outlets to be my way of coping with it. And through high school, you know, my 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 family was always, to be honest, too busy and too consumed with putting food on the table with the, uh, for them to, you know, sit down with me and guide me through life and college and those things. Yeah. I never got that guidance. Genuinely, never did. Um, and I remember very loosely, you know, saying, I'm going to open an art gallery one day, or I'm going to work for an art gallery one day. You know, I was already involved in graffiti. I was doing those things at a young, you know, in high school pretty much. And I, and I, and I would, how I discovered even the concept of an art gallery was because I would go and volunteer at an art gallery in downtown LA Mm -hmm. called Crew West, which was a graffiti gallery. I would go to downtown. I would do illegal activities, (laughs) vandalism, you know, and. (laughs) you know, ultimately finding this place that became like my little sanctuary. Mm-hmm. I would go and just help them mop. I would do whatever it was just because I liked being in a clean space that had white walls. It was very like satisfying to me. Yeah. I never experienced that where I grew up. And um, yeah, it just kind of inspired me to, you know, like to want to get into art somehow and continue pursuing it. Um, and, you know, there wasn't any direct path, but really it was, I had gathered some friends in my senior year to uh, 
to throw an art show mm. at a, a little space that was in town that wasn't even a, an art gallery. It was just like a, a music event space. Told the guy, hey, we could bring in, you know, so-and-so amount of people. Let us have an art show. We'll put up our artwork. And that little event that we had, which we called um, OFA Show. OFA Show. <laughs> so silly. I, I, yeah, I know. That's, so, that's pretty smart. <laughs> I know. I, actually, yeah, my, my, my buddy Marty, he, he would always say that when yeah. we were all hanging out. He would say, oh, for show, you know, for, for everything. <laughs> and we would, you know, in the midst of it all, be like, what are we calling this art show? Yeah. OFA, OFA, that's what it is. <laughs> um, so that was the first little art show we I, I ever had. And, you know, I kind of left like a little, I guess, like a, like a, like a ripple effect yeah. throughout time. And, that just kind of got to someone else in town that had done something similar mm. two years later and, you know, ended up meeting Val, which was, you know, my partner, mentor, best friend, brother for almost seven years of my life. And he had a similar experience and had wanted to do art, pop, you know, uh, yeah. art shows, pop-up shows around town. And it was just a big snowball effect. And then the, the both of us really, it was the, 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 the meeting of Val and I that ultimately led to the creation of State Gallery. Mm. Yeah. And was that, that wasn't, it wasn't at the same spot, right? It was a different spot or? We didn't even have a spot. It was just, he saw that I liked to create and mm. do things. <laughs> yeah. And he just had the drive to do it yeah. and pursue, you know, a much bigger aspect of, of, of those things. Like, you know, talking to pol- to politicians, business owners, yeah, you know, things yeah, that I would have yeah. never even considered doing at 22, 23 years old, however old I was at that time. Yeah. And so he kind of led the charge on that and just utilizing what I was really good at was graphic design, photography, and writing. Yeah. And ultimately we, you know, created a nonprofit organization called Downey Art Vibe that just wanted to provide the arts in our community. Mm-hmm. No clear direction of what that was going to become, but we would have pop-up art shows around town and that ultimately led to the city of Downey reaching out to us and saying, "What you guys are doing is really cool. What would you guys do if you had a space?" And so that's how that conversation began uh, State Gallery yeah. yeah uh what were you doing at that time kind of when State Gallery was starting but before that was that were you just doing odd and ins type stuff or mostly graphic design mostly right, photography right before um right before State Gallery what I was most consumed by was Heavyset mm. which was a streetwear brand created by four of my closest friends at that time and I um, really I was the only creator like actual creator in, in the in, in the brand I was the only designer photographer everyone else was just my basically like a bunch of creative directors yeah and then you know and the actual doer of it was me and it was a really really cool experience because it taught me teamwork it taught me selflessness and mm. you know being able to take um, uh, criticism well it taught me all those things. It taught me how to think beyond just, you know, a very pretty looking design. It taught yeah. me how to think beyond it and, all right, does this work and does it speak to our target audience who we're trying to sell this to? Mm-hmm. So it taught me that aspect of it. Did we make a lot of money from it? Not really, <laughs> but it was an amazing experience. We, you know, we got to sell our, our, our design and our artwork and our clothing to people all over the world, literally. Um, that was That's a cool. really, yeah, that was a really cool experience. Um, I was also at that time working, at, we had a little office that we shared with a, a event planning company. Mm. And so part-time, I was there working for the event planning company, doing all their, their flyers, the design, social media, all those things. 
And then, you know, once all my buddies were off of work, they'd come to the office and we'd stay there all night working on heavy set. Nice. I would be at this place 18 hours a day. I kid you not. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, I like how you said about about that, like, we weren't really making a lot of money. And then you also started the nonprofit. Um, that idea of kind of doing things for the, not for a, like, not for profit, you know, for passion, for actually yeah. giving back and, yeah. and that idea of of just giving back more so than doing something for yeah. your own gain. And and you know what? I, I would say that now I can see it with that sort of clarity and a, approach. Mm. At the time, I would say that it was equal with both. I think the passion was driven by like, hey, we can make something from this. And mm. equally, the idea of making money from something we're passionate about yeah, yeah. was like just like a, a equal 50-50 just you know like a push basically from an outside perspective and this is kind of something that I've wondered but like yeah obviously like you said you know coming from someone who's always used art as an outlet and then being able to provide that for other people how yeah. how was it like I've, I've always thought about that that idea of like building something or, or not even on your own, but like with a group or a team or just having something built. And specifically, I'm talking about Stay Gallery and, and you in that moment standing in the gallery alone. Yeah. Like what did that feel like? Just like being able to see it's, like... Okay, so that's a perfect question. It's what, it's, what, um, it's what got me to think beyond just my own creation in a way. Mm. It got me to experience what it's like to be inside of my own creation <laughs> which sounds really really wrong but it's literally what it was it felt like i was inside of my creativity mm-hmm. like if if my creativity could be attained in a physical manner that's what it was like it was like wow i am inside of my artwork like, yeah and and being able to share it with people is it, it was it was amazing it 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 almost took me beyond of the very literal sense of creating like mm. a photo or a video or an artwork or whatever it may be. It, it took me, it took the definition of creativity to a whole different level for me, like yeah. stratospheric level that was like, you can create something that you can't even technically feel is yours or like grab or yeah. like give to someone. But did you, you get me? It's so, I, I it's crazy. It, it was a very like big, yeah, big realization I guess and feeling of like this could be done you could use this and your your power of creating mm-hmm. to like affect a lot of people in really good ways you know and bad ways I guess if people want to do that <laughs> that was not my intent <laughs> that was not my intent no of course not um, yeah I've, I've always liked that that idea of, of picturing yourself with your creation or with your artwork or, or in moments that maybe like looking back at them in the moment and seeing like placing yourself in that moment and like yeah. objectively like standing there, like picturing yourself standing you know, there. You know, and, like, and, and to be a hundred percent like honest with you too, mm-hmm. there's a huge aspect of all of this stuff that's driven by ego. Mm-hmm. Huge. Like, yeah, it'd be, you know, it'd be dumb to like deny that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And I, I could, I could very clearly, clearly remember just imagining, like literally closing my eyes and imagining like, you know, before, when we just got to space, it was still like a little like just dirty, 
little office space that yeah. hadn't done, had any work done. And just closing my eyes and imagining literally what I would be wearing, how the gallery would look, and like having friends or people that like people that like wished harm on me mm-hmm. throughout my years, like just or even friends that like loved me, like to come and to have them come and visit and be like, welcome, like yeah. this is where I got to now, you know. And that's just honest, you know. Yeah. And I I think everyone, every single human being, is driven by ego to some degree. But that was like my thing was just being able to like just say that, you know, and and and. I, I did. I did get to experience those things. Ultimately, mm. you know, I imagined them hard enough, and I dreamt about it enough to be like, t- to have left my mark in some way. Yeah, you know, and you know, it it, it helped. You know, Stay Gallery like affected a lot of people in really good ways, and I, I heard it firsthand from so many people. You know, and yeah, it was a, a very very rewarding experience, and it was really cool to be experiencing. You know, being the creative director of that space, and. And no, and like you know, people would always ask me like, "Why don't you ever hang your own artwork?" You know, mm. why don't you ever? And I just always like very, very like easily and confidently said, "You're in my artwork." What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have to tell you that. Like, <laughs> I don't have to say that it's mine. Mm. For me, it's enough to know that I yeah. created and contributed to a space that did that. God, that's beautiful. Yeah, th- that's thank awesome. you, man. Thank you, like. Again, I've been really mulling over like my experience at Stay, mm-hmm. and really like, wow, like how I'm I'm actually surprised it, it didn't, and not even coming from like a cent like an egocentric place, mm-hmm. just like I'm surprised it didn't make a bigger imp- like a uh, sound. I guess like it, it wasn't like a more impactful thing at yeah. the time that uh, you didn't hear about it that that much. You know, um, the idea that there it was ran by a group of Latinos. You know, like creating non-profits and, and yeah. art spaces that you know a lot of those things to me like are still very like wow but who knows maybe that story is yet to be told mm-hmm. and here it is being told so. <laughs> oh that's true yeah I mean I think too there's something that is really beautiful about being in that that position to appreciate things like that like okay from my perspective coming to that space for the first time and yeah. seeing something from an outside perspective and yeah. I know that there was tons of people who came through there and like had that appreciation of wow this place is dope yeah and going yeah. to those shows and just yeah. like seeing dope artists and even the one um where where that that uh installation was there for for a long time with the yeah. crab or whatever mm-hmm. uh and just seeing things like that and really being able to appreciate it I think I think that is I don't even know what I'm trying to get at, but just that idea of like, like, yeah, maybe a lot of people don't know about it or maybe it's not making as much noise, but it impacted, but you personally, like me personally almost feel a sense of pride. Like I got to like go to those places and man, I wish more, you know, you, it's like when you find out about an artist for the first time and you're like, Ooh, like nobody knows about this. Like, man, I, I, I would even go on a leg and say like, it's like that, that place and what it, did is like a historic feat i feel mm-hmm. and i keep coming from a place of like latino culture because when have you ever heard of a city that was mainly latino has you know has a very high median income and has the capability to produce you know citizens of that community <laughs> that create a nonprofit and you know have really cool art shows like yeah. that and it's all latino in this country you know it, it, it's kind of like i i have never heard of that 
anywhere else. You always hear about, you know, East Los Angeles and mm-hmm. the struggles that the people there have gone through. Absolutely. And Downey's just a whole different beast when it comes to Latino culture. Yeah. That I feel hasn't, like, fully been captured. Yeah. But I like that. It. I like that, though, how you said it's, yeah. it's part of it's part of maybe a story that hasn't been totally told yet. Um, you know, and ironically, I'm go- going a little bit off topic, but really That's quick. Cool. My, my girlfriend, she teaches yoga. She's, mm. from, she's here, here in Long Beach. Ironically, coincidentally, got a gig to teach in Downey uh-huh. without, my, without my hand or anything. She just got an offer to teach yoga in Downey, and she's doing that now every Friday. And her, all of her classes, older Latina women. Uh-huh. And I've been thinking, like, when has a group of Latina women from a city ever been able to go to yoga? You know? Most of the time, they've had to have two jobs three jobs at a time to even put food on the table yeah and so I feel like Downey is a very like interesting like place because there's no other city that has that many Latinos with the capability to go to a yoga class mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's, so, yeah but yeah that's anyway. awesome though <laughs> yeah. Downey is a very like interesting place to me yeah, yeah. Uh, so going going forward from from State Gallery now obviously a whole different kind of experience. Yeah. What was it like exiting that kind of feeling of safety, I would say? And maybe you could correct me if, yes. it, if, yes. if I'm wrong, but no. almost that feeling of... Uh, yeah, like that safety that like, okay, this is my job. Jumping off the cliff. Going into yeah. something now that like... Because I remember you telling me that it was kind of not really... It was a very unsure thing almost. Yeah, and yeah I mean... Yeah, it literally, <laughs> like what I said, it felt like jumping off a cliff, uh-huh. you know, and that's kind of like, I, I suppose I could say I went for the, the, you know, the thing that everybody thinks about doing, you mm-hmm. know, of just saying, screw it all and just going and figuring it out, you know, maybe I, I've, you know, thankfully I got blessed with this capability to create these things and, you know, make an income from them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really scary, man. It was really scary to just take off, you know, but knowing that at that time where I was at one I had completed and accomplished all the goals that I had wanted to do and just kind of seeing my my impact having been done there with what I needed to do there and I was able to like emotionally disconnect that and just say this is just an experience I had to have Mm -hmm. and I think you know I felt pretty good about the fact that this was the end of that experience now I was able to look at that very clearly that way. And I didn't even have a plan, man. I didn't even have a plan going out of it. It was, you know, I, I had just moved out of my parents' house maybe less than a year before I decided to leave. Yeah. And I just kind of said, well, I'm going to figure it out. I mean, there's other designers and photographers out there that do it. And they have rent and they have bills. And yeah. why can't I do it? I'm going to figure it out. I was just that confident. And that's where, you know, that my confidence has always helped me man and mm. you know I was I was definitely disliked for having a big confidence when I was younger <laughs> but I feel okay about it now because it also has gotten me to this point mm. yeah I think that's I and I like the way and this is also maybe I mean we might come we might come back to that yeah, but it, it, even like one of the things that I'm noticing even just having like a longer conversation with you is the the clarity in which that you can look at your own um, 
traits kind of and and be able to break that down because I feel like it's so important to have that in in understanding the way your own self works and in understanding how to like how to work in that space because our body is like our mind our body it's all things that we live with every single day exactly exactly. and so understanding how that works and not ignoring things um i can tell you how i got that mm -hmm. you know it was I'm, i'm almost making this realization now is that i think that my time at stay um I heard so much feedback about myself, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from, you know, friends or people that hung out at the gallery and, hey, I heard so-and-so say this or, mm. heard, you know, and just constant, you know, my, my name was always being thrown around when I was in that city. Like it's a small, it's a big town, a lot of people, small town approach. Yeah. And I was able to hear a lot about myself. You know, I was running a clothing brand. I was opening an art gallery, like making, you know, making... <laughs> making just making waves there and you know at the time I didn't approach it I didn't think of it that way as like I was just kind of in my own little world mm. having fun like yeah, I get yeah, to create, yeah you know and just not realizing that hey I may have offended this one person because my confidence was that overbearing <laughs> and I just did not even realize it and luckily I'm you know I'm not luckily but I'm okay with owning up to it you mm. know I'm okay with being like yeah I was a really ego-driven dude like that's kind of it was, I was gross you know like some of the things I would say and or do I even you know went on my Facebook and saw things I would post when I was younger and like <laughs> whoa oh man like who did who did I think I was you know and, but I'm okay with it and yeah. again I think that's where the confidence really plays in and just helps me that I mm. can say that's all right you know I was I was young and said or did things that may have offended someone but I forgive myself yeah <laughs> and here I am <laughs> yeah, just learning from it I guess yeah just just taking the L's man you gotta take the L's <laughs> you gotta take the L's <laughs> people have a hard time taking L's <laughs> <laughs> oh the most beautiful thing you've ever said no thanks man it's just so gotta take an L sometimes you gotta you know? take the L's all the time you gotta accept them uh, yeah no but it is it's and it's awesome to see that it's awesome to see a journey you know and be able to look back at it because sometimes we're not really giving that given that opportunity to actually reflect yeah um and usually when we when we do it's just you know on our own in our own head kind of like looking back right, and right, right. and having that opportunity i think that's one of the things that i like about doing this doing the podcast is because like i get to see people like come to different realizations or even like be like oh yeah you know this this one time or you speak out things that have been kind of in their head well it's like therapy honestly yeah maybe there's something here i should be a therapist or it's something. what you're doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so with i think with everything that you've accomplished and with what you've done what are some things that are still left on the table for you that you <laughs> that are up on the horizon for you that you still want to attain when i when i when i took the when i took the dive from stay gallery you know mm. i jumped off the cliff it just i landed in a huge pool like of so many things that you can do <laughs> yeah you know and like realizing that like you can just genuinely or at least in my position that i'm in right now you know the fact i'm very blessed and honored and happy to have fought really hard to have the opportunity to work from home. Mm. This is like every day feels like a starting point. It's like I can just decide whatever I want to do today. 
and take my career and or focus in any single direction that I want. And I've, it's been what, two years now that I've left the gallery? Mm-hmm. Going on two years? And I, man, I there was days that I would imagine myself not being here for the next month. Yeah. Know? Like, how am I going to pay my rent in a week? <laughs> Dick. How am I, like, and I've, I've definitely hit those points, you know, just being like, how am I going to do this? But mm-hmm. I'm here still and I'm still doing it, so something's working, you know? Um, but back to your question, I guess. Sorry, what was your question? Oh, uh, yeah, so I guess, uh, I, 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 wow. See, I even got, like, lost in yours talking, so I'm like, yeah. wow, huh, that was good. No, but um, the, the question was, what are with all the things that you've kind of accomplished so far what are some things that you still have so I've been so kind of I've been able to figure myself out my habits my Mm -hmm. my loops that I get in you know I I have this theory that every human has a certain loop that they just repeat constantly in every situation I'm like I'm I'm like creating this theory right now anyway um, I'm figuring out my loops and the things that like drive me and the things that you know I, I in this apartment in particular I've figured out my knack for my OCD you know mm-hmm. my, just my knack to straighten things out and put them in their position and for a long time I struggled with that because people would make fun of me mm-hmm. and in here I've been able to be like no this is just who I am and, so, and yeah. I feel like you see it you know? yeah, like, yeah there's a line and it's almost kind of like sickening <laughs> Uh, that's funny. That's funny that I me- I mentioned that earlier. Like yeah, that's yeah. one of the things I like about you, is <laughs> yeah. the organization. Yeah, and like it's it's like part anxiety, part like who, who knows? It's a million mm-hmm. things that drive all that. But ultimately, it, it's what lets me know that I'm truly a designer. I am a designer because that's what I do. Yeah, you know. And um, lately, I've been rebuilding my website. I, every day, I change my mission statement on my website. Refine it. Re- I try to. You know, bring everything into one sentence. How can I describe my entire like, and everything I do in one sentence? And mm-hmm. I've, I've been getting there definitely, and finding my niche in my work. And like right now, I'm working on a website for a nonprofit and their entire brand identity. I'm working on a really comprehensive real estate website for a new company that's about to start. And so I'm doing all these things, and I'm like, okay, hold on. I think I need to zero in on something in a certain industry or mm-hmm. something. And it's slowly happening, and I'm, like, seeing it. I'm seeing the way, like, what drives me and what, you know, just putting my focus on something. Um, just really learning about myself, man. That's that's really, like, what I feel leaving the gallery and having this wide-open space to myself all day. Like, mm-hmm. I can see how it could drive someone crazy, but if you're driven enough to really learn about yourself and, yeah. and what you want to do I think it, it's been very helpful for me yeah smoking a little bit of weed too helps yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> uh, I guess that goes into my next question which would be uh, what for, for people out there who maybe want to get into the same thing people that want to have their own uh, who want to be creatives who want to yeah. get out there maybe it's not you know, work from home. Maybe it's, uh, you know, start an art gallery. Maybe it's just be a photographer, be a videographer. What are some of the things that you would say or speak out to those people that, that have that creativity in them and especially, and yeah, well, let's go with that first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so your question is advice for people that want to get into this field and how to pretty much get a head start. Yeah. 
I would say above all is be you know like beyond the skill that you attain from design or photography or writing or mm-hmm. singing whatever you do in, in that creative outlet above all is learning how to be a really good human being <laughs> that is like I think the most important thing and probably one of the biggest lessons I've, I've had working for myself mm-hmm. is that is man like the first impression that you leave on someone is extremely important um, because that impression that you leave on someone can resonate to the 20 your 20 next clients you know yeah um, responding to your clients on time yeah not making people wait you know going above and beyond to deliver projects and ultimately I think being selfless man being selfless in your work and like knowing that whatever you're creating isn't just for you because if you create ju- things just for yourself then what's the purpose you know mm-hmm. that's being driven by ego you have to create with the intent to share you know with the intent to share with other people and to give to other people because I think that's what being a human being is is like sharing and giving back and taking care of everyone around you yeah yeah that's my answer nice <laughs> uh with what you're saying about not not creating for yourself but creating to share, one of the things that I also have been this is one thing that I've been thinking about more so lately is is the idea of of sharing with people more so of the way that our own selves work and not hiding that because yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like there's so much that we try to suppress in our minds. Agreed. As far as like not telling other people the way our minds think, because that's that's something that I'm See, really intrigued well, by. Well, that's that's exactly where I feel that is the purpose of a creative person. Mm. I feel that a creative person has a natural like uh, like a natural like bug inside to want to let it out. Yeah, and that's what drives us as creatives is to share that, is to share our own experience. And I think that is our job. That is our job on this planet is to create for the intent to one let, let it out for yourself for your own well-being yeah because we drive ourselves mad when we don't and for those that maybe you know don't, don't follow creative outlets but everyone at the end of the day is a creative person mm. every single person every single human being drew something as a child yeah. at some point you know some humans were just led in a direction you know towards academics or some mm. other thing but really everything is creativity that's our entire purpose as humans. I could get into this whole theory, but <laughs> yeah, I think that's our that, that's our job. You know, is to exactly to what you said is yeah. to share that because there are other people that feel the same. If anything, it's because we're all the same. Yeah, and it allows people to realize, like, wait a minute, we're all more alike than than we think. You know, like maybe what I'm saying right now, like some other person that has never, you know, taken that photo or written that 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 poem, mm-hmm. maybe feeling as well. Yeah. We're all one big family. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, awesome. God, God, very, very well said. You're, you're a good speaker. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, yeah, I think I think a lot of the things that we, we talked about, it's just so true that a lot of the things that are, a lot of the things that I feel like need to be talked about more or a lot of the things that, like you said, like creative people are, are most good at conveying because we can do it in a way that isn't 
that isn't like, okay, you're Googling something and it's like finding information about yeah. something, but it's something that speaks to somebody on a different level. Even with the, even when we do it in, in abstract ways, like videos or photography or, or mm-hmm. paintings. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I really liked, uh, was that you, one of the posts that you did was about creating the logo for something and you explained like the way everything worked and it was like, damn, like that's crazy. Like I never would have thought about a logo. Yeah. And since you posted that, it's, it, it almost makes me look at things differently yeah. that I see because then now it's like, damn, like yeah. that, that much thought and, and creativity gets put into something, you know, and then it almost forces you to look at like yeah. random things like that. So like sometimes I'll just catch myself like looking at like, like a pole or, you know, like yeah. something random where you're like, damn, like, okay, like you're yeah. just, you're seeing things in a different way. And I think, like you said, conveying those messages to other people is almost like the job of, of creatives. Like yep. you said, I, I really liked, I, I feel like that speaks yeah. to a lot of people. Me personally, I like that. Um, so yeah, everything in this world is designed. Everything mm-hmm. that we've made as human beings has been design- designed, you know, look at this table, look at this microphone, all these things that we're using have been designed by a creative human being. Yeah. And so that to me, like it speaks volumes, you know, like you're right. That light pole, I've totally know what you're talking about because I've been (laughs) on that corner just like someone took the time to design this (laughs) and there are specific measurements to why and how this works and why and how it gets installed. Yeah. That sidewalk, you know, the yellow paint on it, someone, you know, it's like so many, (laughs) you can keep going and going and going and, that's that's what we do as humans we create and share (laughs) yeah very good yeah all right well thank you for sharing um that information and your perspective on the world it's really thank you really awesome it's an honor yeah i think i think we could i think there's gonna be more of these and and um, i'm gonna be interested interested to see like which way it goes which perspectives and stories we kind of zone in on uh i guess I always try to, I'm, I'm trying to think of like a good outro thing to do, like a last question. I want to make it like where it's like something more fun, you know, okay. like a funny question or something. Okay. Um, I have a, I have a, I have a, a hint for one that okay. I think would be really cool. Okay. What do you want to be remembered by? What do I want to be remembered by? Yeah. Do you want me to answer that? No. Or I'm do just, you want to answer? I'm, I'm giving you the question. <laughs> I'm just saying that if I had a, pod- a podcast, I uh-huh. think that's a very powerful question to ask someone. Is like because like really it. that's what a podcast is. It's mm-hmm. a record of someone's story, you know. And it's all, it's also my own perspective and like my my own take on myself. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it might be interesting to ask your people that. I like it. I've thought about this question for myself, <laughs> and I already have a word. <laughs> I just want to be indispensable to people. For the people that I work with, to my family, I want to be indispensable. And I think becoming indispensable is ultimately just being a really good person. Mm. Yeah. I like it. I feel like that's a lot better than what I was. my question was going to be. I, was, I, I, <laughs> I had at one point thought like doing at the end relationship advice because I feel like everybody has different takes on that. You can ask that. <laughs> what, what would be... what? Okay. <clears throat> on the late night hour we have uh Gabe's Gabe's relationship advice. Uh his tip for of the day is be indispensable to your partner. <laughs> straight up. Way to bring it back around. <laughs> it was straight up. Seriously. 
if you're gonna love someone, man, Ooh. love them hard and love them real and honestly and fully and give your all, give your absolute all. I think my I think my girl could attest to that. I love it, Gabriel Enamorado. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Man. Someone who is a great creative, a great designer. Uh, I wish I, I could have like a visual of his space, but just imagine a dope ass spot <laughs> with with like the coolest stuff you've ever seen. Just got the rugs on point. Got yep. the furniture on point. Traveled to many places to find those. Urbana Americana. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, so thank you, thank you. Thank, um, thank you would you like to share any uh, social media links just if, in case people want to check out your work or websites yeah, or anything? Um, you know, where you could find my work is on my website, which is my middle name.co. So it's Esteban, E S T E V A N.co. There you'll find my portfolio of uh, clients you know that I've, I've created brands for, including the gallery. Um, you'll find photography in there, you'll find everything and you know I'm actually still like creating and I'm always working on my yeah. website and always adding new things right now I'm restructuring my entire photography portfolio um, but yeah that's pretty much where I am at everything about me is on there nice yeah. alright thank you very much thank you man. Mm-hmm.